0: I don't know who said it better, Cam Newton or Kyle Bruflowski's cousin Kyle, but I'm going to say it here too, I'm back. It's me, ladies, gentlemen, in between, out between, what, I don't know, Adam Pecora here and welcome to another Rejuvenating. I always just want to say tantalating every time. It really is my favorite adjective <laughs> for the show open. Welcome to Requiem for a Tuesday episode. What is this? 81. Look at us going fast and far. Let me hit you with the plugs and then we'll do a little divey dive into today's specialties. I don't know what I was going to say there right review subscribe to this podcast if you can even fucking find it anymore let me just say whatever happened I'm very upset about and I'm powerless and there's nothing I can do but this shit is just being cut off by whoever I I don't know how it works but I feel that the gate is being capped. Anyway, rate, review, subscribe. Please, please, please. You got to share this thing because we're being just completely blacklisted. It seems like everything has just gone off a cliff after I called Nagy a cuck. And I, I don't know if I change the title. Would that make it come back? Somebody tell me. What's going on here? Anyway, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. There's a few extras on the YouTube channel. There's a music video for my last solo EP under Wolf X. There's a video episode of this show, 55, I believe. Sounds right. Uh, Multiplex, the new album, Google, G-O-O-G-O-L, still going strong. Uh, Great record. We love it. We love it. We love it. Could not be more proud. Hope you do as well. And uh, you can check out the merch for the show, rfet.pickartell.com. Everything that I just mentioned and probably a few more things are linked in the description below, as always, per every episode. Woo! All right. <laughs> so let's uh get into it. Well, first things first, again, I just want to reiterate, I don't know what is going on. You know, we're down like astronomical numbers that's why it's fishy we were talking exponential growth only that was going just fine we were well on our way to doubling our downloads year over year which is incredible thank you very much and now we're down like just since that matt Nagy episode we're down 75 percent per week which is just crazy and I think that's seventy five percent from like the original, like the first year numbers. Like it is fishy and annoying, and uh, I I don't know what to do. So somebody help me out if you know if you know what's going on. Reach out. in In some way, we got the we got the email rfa podcast at Gmail. We got uh, you could hit me up on Instagram Adam You can follow me. You know what's up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just uh. A strange occurrence, Uh, not that strange, because you're not allowed to say anything bad about anybody anymore, I guess, or whatever that is, I don't know, but unless everybody listening turned on me all at once, (laughs) and you guys were just like, everybody in a synchronized fashion got together and stopped listening, which seems very unlikely, so I don't know what that is, Uh, I don't know if it's showing up for people. It shows up for me, you know. I subscribe to my own show. I might be the only one left. I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to keep fighting on. I can assure you that. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. I'm going to climb back up those ranks. Whatever happened, I'm going to step on somebody if I hear anything that I don't like. (laughs) I'm going to go to somebody's house and I'm going to cut the brakes on their car and I'm going to cut the lines on their gas. Does that do anything? Wait, does cutting the gas line do anything? No, I'm going to cut the brakes on their car, (laughs) then I'm going to you know find a loose window back door something somewhere I can get into the house I'm just gonna I'm just gonna turn the stove on just a little bit <laughs> and I hope they smoke in the house I hope they light up a lighter and their entire house just ignites and blows up and maybe maybe they get out and they get in the car try to drive away it doesn't it's not gonna work out you know what I mean seems like a perfect plan if you ever want to commit a murder uh, I hope you don't I do not. And uh, that's the, that's a good way to do it, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cut the gas on. Cut the brakes. You just cut. If you just cut various lines, you can succeed. Look, look at, look at Donnie or whoever. I don't know. Um, another thing, I wanted to mention before we dive in today. I just always find it. Interesting, it's annoying, but not in a way that, like, actually affects me. When somebody, like, pulls the string on the bus to stop the bus, it dings. It says stop requested digitally, typically, depending on the age of the bus that you are standing in. But that's more than often going to be the case. And... I mean, when have you ever pulled a bus string and it doesn't ding unless the stop has already been requested? It's just my point is, it just amazes me that there's people who ride the bus every single day and they still do that every single day. Like if you pulled it and the bell didn't ring and the bus is already in the middle of stopping, like you're trying to pull the string at the last second. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, first of all, That's bad etiquette. You got to learn how to ride the bus, buddy. Like, you got to have your stop ready in advance. Okay? They'll drive right past it if you don't time it. Anyway, it's just wild to see. Of all ages, young, old, whatever, people without headphones in, I could see if, like, you can't hear it, so you're not sure. So then you pull it till you see it pop up on the screen. Sure, maybe that's what you do. But either way, people don't check the screen. They pull, and then nothing happens. And then they just yank, 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 like a triple yank. It doesn't do anything. Or if it does do something, then that's even worse because then the bus driver's getting many notifications. That's got to be annoying for them. But I don't think that that's the case. My point is, how many times you got to ride the bus before you figure out that somebody already pulled the string? And why does it take more than one string pull? Pull the string. Something happens, something, you know what I mean? If it rings, great, then you did the right thing. You got the bus to stop. Congratulations. But I mean, come on. I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Is that not a common thing? I don't know. Just something I always observe. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You didn't hear the bell? Somebody did this. I don't know. just seems silly. Seems indulgent. I'm just, I'm also just like, I keep re, I keep seeing little things pop up about licorice pizza and I'm like, fuck, I cannot wait to watch this movie. And then I keep checking and it's not opening in Chicago for the limited release. Why don't we get limited releases? I don't get it. There's a few theaters that would be perfect for limited releases in the city. You know, it's not like we're averse to movie going god damn it it's always new york and la why 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 do we never get recognized like you know what i mean i don't know especially compared to la fuck la la sucks la fucking sucks and i get it you could say population we're number 3 i mean how how could that hurt and we're right in the middle Tell me I got to go to New York. Like, you know what I mean? Just come on. Let me see the fucking movie. I don't understand that. Supreme, New York, L.A. Not that that's similar, but I'm just saying. <laughs> how How is this not a place that would be beneficial to your business? I just, it, it just, it's unfathomable. I was gonna I was trying to say that I'm flummoxed by it, but I was gonna say I'm unflummoxed, and then that would have not been good. So we we caught it, we caught it, we got it all back together, we're good. <laughs> Don't you worry. Alright. But let's get down to brass tacks here. I, I I didn't know if this I know I said in the last episode which nobody had heard anyway, so it doesn't really fucking matter, but I'll announce it for canon <laughs> and consistency's sake. Um, where I was going to do like the mini, not mini, mini, not mini back and forth, like figured out, I decided what the plan is just going to be, I'm going to do what I got to do when I got to do it. So like, if I need to do a short one, I'm just going to do a short one, one, it could be two weeks in a row. could be one, could be none. Like, you know what I mean? We're just going to throw them around today. Could be one of those days because all I got for y'all today, today is. As I'm sure if you read the title, you know, what I mean, that, that that's the one thing that sucks about recording these things that even if I plan it out, it's not like it's not like I know. I mean, I guess I kind of know the order and stuff, but I, I don't know what it's going to be called or what it's going to turn into. I don't know what things I might bring up to myself that end up happening. And then I'm like, bah, 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 bah. then we get a whole new topic in there, whatever. Sometimes when I'm freestyling big parts of it or what <laughs> or what have you. Feels like I'm talking live, so I gotta be like, well, in today's episode, but you already know because the information is already there, and that's that's interesting. Anyway, today is the NFL midseason show. Uh, a lot to get into, to say the least. Uh, Cam Newton? Anybody who's given him shit for getting that penalty, it's like, if it would have affected the game in any way, sure. Uh, my, my view is always really... Yeah, the penalty's dumb, but if nothing happens, then who cares? I mean, I get it overall, like, discipline and whatever, but that's Cam Newton. Like, is he known for a lack of discipline? Like, I don't think so. You know what I mean? He's only talked about as a great teammate and leader and presence and whatever. So he just got you a touchdown. Let him fucking scream and go off. I thought it was raw as hell. You know? I I forgot who said it. Somebody's like, oh, there goes Cam. It's like, well, yeah. The team's terrible, (laughs) and he's, you know, they're winning the second he shows up. Not that he had much to do with the actual win, but you know what I'm saying. Just leave leave the man, you know? If he starts to play like shit, talk shit about him for playing like shit, but it's like, oh, he took his helmet off. You believe this guy? It's like, yeah, I believe him. Nobody wanted him. The Patriots took him because they had no options. And then still this year nobody wanted him. Dude was sitting at home. So I think he's kind of excited to be back. Fuck off. I'm a big Cam guy. And I would be a big Lamar guy. I just I hate the Ravens way more than I hate Lamar Jackson. Or wait, way more than I like Lamar Jackson. Yes. Uh, cause I love Lamar as a player. I actually caught him at Louisville a bunch and he was fucking incredible then. And I was like, I hope this happens. Then he ended up a first round pick and I was like, what? Cause it seemed like one of those scenarios where no matter what happens, this guy just falls and falls and falls. Um, I didn't even hear about him really as a prospect. That's also a sign when it's like, oh, that's a fifth rounder. But nevertheless, none of that happened. I also wasn't really paying attention to the draft coverage that year. So he very easily may have been, (laughs) considered a high pick but regardless or a first round pick but regardless he was not considered a high pick at all which is clearly a mistake um but i do want to say so this is again i'm just going to start with this since i brought him up lamar jackson everybody's like oh well he's the mvp now this year because of how well he's playing right and i don't agree Basically, they're like, "Oh, he actually completed fourth quarter comebacks this year." So now he's in M- now he's MVP again. I don't see how any of that logic makes sense because if you are an elite NFL quarterback, top 6, let's say. Let's say top 8. You know, top twenty five percent. It it's basically a given. It's implied. It is a part of that title that you can complete fourth quarter comebacks. So the fact that they're like Lamar did it, like he he's he gets this weird treatment where, like, oh, they won they won a playoff game. Last year after he played like shit in the two previous years playoff games that he played. Everybody's like, see, look at all the doubters. Look at all the haters. And then he went out and took a shit in the next game. It's just like, why does he need to get, I get it. He's heavily criticized because the offense is weird and like the passing game doesn't really work. Which I have just said on this show is not his fault. It's the system. Now, is he like the best deep thrower in the league? Certainly not. But I just mean like... You get what I mean. I just said it. (laughs) I just don't think like he's the one to blame for the downfield passing game not being great. Now he misses some open guys, but like the system just isn't built to come back. Anyway, so now that it's happening, everybody's... Oh, now he's the best again. Sorry, I was going to say Cam again. Now Lamar is... Here's another reason to give extra praise. Like, he's adequately praised. I mean, the initial detractors, I feel like, were only in his first season when he was sharing snaps with Joe Flacco. You know, and it was like, can he do it? I don't know. This doesn't look right. And then he finally got in, and it's just like, eh, this is weird, and it didn't really work that well. Which is fine. And then he's the MVP the next year, so it's just like, Any doubts make sense. Like, nobody during the MVP year was like, Yeah, but is he really that good? Like, everything he was doing the whole year was unbelievable. People were just pointing out the very clear flaws in the Ravens game, which in turn falls under him. Like, this is how that works. So, anyway, my point is now just because he's completing some comebacks, we have to say that he's the MVP again, but. Let's look at this. He's throwing at him with a much higher volume this year. Last year, he only attempted 376 passes. He is already at 309 on the year. Exact same completion percentage. uh, 500 less yards than last season as a whole. He played 15 games, so whatever. Um, And this year, we'll obviously have the extra game. Regardless... My point is, he has the same completion percentage, a slightly higher yards per attempt. It's actually .1 higher than his uh, MVP year. But here's here's where it gets into a thing. He has 14 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Now, all the crazy Lamar MVP praise was right before the Dolphins loss, which was shocking. So he had 13-7, and seven, okay? Let's say that. He only threw nine picks last year, only six the year before, playing a full season. He only threw three when he, I don't know how many games he started. I think like six or eight. I don't even know. Um. My point is he has turned it over way more. Eight interceptions already, half the season to go, well, eight games to go. So yeah, he has more yards. Great. But he has as many turnovers as he's ever had in a season already. Because he has eight interceptions and two lost fumbles. He only lost he has lost two fumbles each of his first three seasons and two already this year. Now he could go the rest of the way without fumbling again, sure. But my point is he's got 10 turnovers. He's never had more than 11. <laughs> So how is this somehow his, like, best season? I don't think he'll ever top his MVP year, especially if his his throwing volume gets higher. Like, the stats on his MVP year are just insane. And I will give him this credit, though. He's about to hit 1,000 yards rushing. His rush volume is way up. Because through nine games, he's only 50 carries away from last year. So what, eight games, 50 carries... Five carries a game would be 40. So, I don't know. I guess that's about on pace, I would say. If he does like 150, it depends how many attempts he does, obviously. Um, But he's on pace for a third straight 1,000-yard season, which is totally unbelievable. Like There's no denying anything about Lamar Jackson's run game at all, but I'm just saying like, to be like, oh, because he does what everybody else does has always done in the elite tier of quarterbacks, like, he gets extra credit. It's like, why? Because he runs a lot? Like, that's just not how that works. I don't know. Especially just given how, even pre-dog fighting, I need to clarify that, like, Michael Vick was scrutinized so heavily because all he wanted to do was run, 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 run. And, again, I understand that Michael Vick, like, didn't prepare, and all the things that we know now about you know, the way things went with the Falcons. My point is just that, like, there's not a lot of comps. And I would just say that, like, Lamar Jackson was already accurately rated. Why can't we just look at... Why does, like, everything have to be forced into a, like, you're a hater thing, and then it's like, no, 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 we have to counter it with a lot of praise? All anyone... Well, not anyone. All I have ever done and the people that I've agreed with when I've ever done it was just call out what I see. It's n- I love mobile quarterbacks. Love me black quarterbacks. I'll just say that. I want Tyrod Taylor to play. He gets stabbed in the lung. You know what I mean? Like... There's not a lot that happened. PJ Walker, he's not great. So I'm glad that Cam Newton is uh replacing him. <laughs> that just works out. But it's just it's a fun, unique type of player. They don't get enough credit. They don't get enough opportunities. And so I get it. Like we need to be like, yo, Lamar's not another one of these guys that we can like cast aside. Like this is a truly special generational talent. And there's no denying any of that. All I'm saying is fuck the Ravens. And he's not playing as well as everybody's saying. If he was, well, I mean, I guess the Ravens are still in first place, so it doesn't really matter. And they're definitely going to beat the Bears. But uh, I don't know. It's just like, let it go. It's, It's just a, there's a weird hive of people that is just like, I suck Lamar Jackson's dick, what's up? And I don't get that. You know let him prove some prove something first like I just uh, that's that's really what it is everybody else has to prove something for I guess it's because he won the mVP so it's like how can you like clown this guy but it's like not that I'm clowning him even in my opinion but uh yeah I just i, I like what's he done you know At least when Mahomes won MVP, he went straight to the title game, and they would have won had it not been for Tom. Well, as everybody says, had it not been for the offsides. But it's like the guy was offsides, and that was a penalty. So it's like that, that whole argument of like, well, Tom got intercepted. Too bad the guy was offsides. It's like, well, maybe he knew the guy. You know what I mean? Like, how do you know every little thing about every little thing? It's just like, yeah, maybe. But the guy was offsides, so too bad. But anyway, I digress. And then he won the Super Bowl the next year. It's like, Lamar Jackson just shows up, he has great stats, and then he shows up in the playoffs and takes a fat dump. Oh, didn't he literally do that? Didn't he have to go take a shit at one point? (laughs) That was awesome. Um, Yeah, though. So, I mean, it's just like, we'll see. Fuck them That's the thing The Ravens are not going to win the Super Bowl Because fuck them (laughs) That's why Uh, I I couldn't even picture it I couldn't even picture it What a way to start Okay, that's way too much time on that So I guess I'm just going to go division by division And we'll just kind of see where we're at And what I Remember thinking was going to happen In the pre-season so, we'll just start AFC. I'm just going to go down the standings here. So, we'll go AFC East. Tried and true. Uh, let's see. We got the Buffalo Bills at 6-3. and three. Shocking loss to Jacksonville. But other than that, I think that they're pretty much right on course. They've definitely improved their defense back kind of more to what it was two years ago, still not as good as it was two years ago, but the offense is humming yet again, a little bit of struggles early, but Josh Allen's crushing it. If you look at his numbers, it's like, I don't know what anybody's talking about that he hasn't been very good, but yes, numbers can be misleading. So I understand that as well, but I mean, 66%, 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns of six picks, like he's doing fine. Then he throws on 322 yards running, also, so pretty sick. Uh, Svan Diggs tearing it up again. Sanders doing a great addition for them. I mean, they're right where you think they'd be. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. Like, there's no risk of that. I still have. I have them winning the Super Bowl. Do they look like a team that would win the Super Bowl right now? No. I mean, they look like one that could. I suppose. Honestly, Green Bay and Dallas are the best. Two looking teams that I've seen because I only the only Arizona games actually the only Arizona game I've seen at all was the one yesterday which uh they got crushed <laughs> so and the one last week with McCoy but that was weird as fuck too so I don't know but we'll get back to it. Um and I had Josh Allen win an M V P that doesn't look great right now But I would say that there is no clear-cut favorite, and I kind of hate the MVP discussion happening so soon. I mean, they started in week five. You know, and the NFL is just never like that. And we keep thinking, oh, we know what's going to happen. This has been as unpredictable of a year as I have ever seen, and that's been reported a bunch anyway, talking about how, like, oh, no teams have one or zero losses, which is weird. It is very weird to see, like, no one really standing out. Again, other than Green Bay and Dallas, I really think they are. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. MVP might not look good for Josh Allen right now, but I don't know who else would get it. Again, I don't think Lamar Jackson should with that many turnovers. But they're 6-3 and three also. So, I mean, I don't know. A lot of ways to look at that. The Bills are also, I should add, plus 145 in point differential, which is just crazy. And I believe they also have the fewest points allowed in the NFL. Which is probably more of a product of their schedule. No, they played played... The, eh. No, it's a more of a product of their schedule. But they they've just been stomping motherfuckers. Except that Jaguars game. So... Big ups for the Bills. I do hope they lose their division and make the playoffs, though, because I do have the Patriots winning the division just because that was a longer shot. I threw a little cash at that, so we'll see how that works out. But the Patriots look fucking awesome. Lately, they had some rough games at the beginning, like, let's see, which ones were they? Dolphins, week one, they had the fumble. That was a heartbreaker. The Saints didn't have a chance. The Bucks, they could have beaten. I don't really remember... Why or how, but that was close. They could have beat the Cowboys, but just fell through their fingers, and then they've been getting right ever since, four straight. So, and 45-7 to over Cleveland. Cleveland is just, see, that's just one of those things where it's like, Cleveland will look fucking incredible three games, even against good opponents, and then, oh, wait, they just got stomped, and then somebody else will get stomped, and then just none, none of it adds up. I don't really know what's going on this year. Like for Buffalo to Jacksonville is one thing, for, but for it to be nine to six, like just shit like that is just so crazy. Um, Miami, they're a fucking joke. We don't really need to talk about them. I don't think two is good. I never really thought he was good. Uh, not that I'm some kind of like player analyst, but like I watched him in Alabama, and it's like this looks like every other guy that plays in Alabama. Like Alabama's just really good. I di- I didn't understand what was so special about what he was doing. Um, a lot of the time in college football anyway, and especially at Alabama, given, like, the quality of offensive line and wide receivers, but just college in general, you're just throwing to wide open guys. So, I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't look very good. Uh, Sadly, Joby, Jacoby Brissett doesn't look very good either. I, I had a lot of hopes for him. But uh, I guess I get why nobody signed him to be their starter. You know, I, I we'll see. I think if he got a fair, real shot, he'd be decent. He'd be, mm, I was going to say he'd be Teddy. Would he pretty much just be Teddy Bridgewater? They kind of play similar. I don't know. I don't know. It's also a weird thing that I kind of just realized where everybody's like, well, if, if an offensive coordinator and a coach did the thing right, they would build a system around their player. But that only apply- I feel like that only applies to, like, six guys. You know what I mean? Who would design a system and build a franchise around Teddy Bridgewater? They wouldn't because at the same time, everybody would be like, well, you got to move on from him. you got to find something better. And it's like, well, you can't, so what do you do? And I hate that the new thing now is, for anybody in podcasts, writers, whatever, whoever is in sports media, their whole thing is like, well, you got to just tear it all down. And it's just like, no, every, every solution... You shouldn't just trade every good player you have if your team isn't good. Like, I hate how that has become the way of thinking. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that's not the case in the actual practice of sports. But it's just like, if every, every team that goes 8-8 eight and eight is supposed to tear it down, then what? it's almost like what you would expect the league to be based on that logic... Is half the league is 12 and 5, and half the league is 5 and 12. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody should either give up or be all in, and it's just like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, w- rebuilding is called rebuilding because it takes multiple years. So, if you're middle of the pack, maybe even if you're not technically in a rebuild, like maybe you're building towards something. Is it really that fucking hard to understand? I'm fired up. <laughs> anyway. I also don't know what happened to Miami, though. They were, what, 11-5, and 10-6 last year, and it all died, which is pretty sad. But, I mean, whatever. Where were they going? The Jets, oh, the Jets. Zach Wilson's six-year-old boy, no good. Mike White, also no good. And it, it sucks because it only sucks because we want those stories. I would love for that to happen. I always want a backup to come in, crush it, and then it's like, oh, shit. This guy, like Romo, I'll nev- when, when Tony Romo got the start, everybody was like, who the fuck is Tony Romo? And then he was great. Poor Drew Bledsoe. I'm pretty sure it happened to Drew Bledsoe. That guy just couldn't keep a job. <laughs> that guy got no respect. Um <laughs> But no, not Mike White, sadly. He's just as shitty. And he was like a practice squad guy for like multiple years. Like, how sick would it be if like nobody even signed this guy to a roster and he was actually a star the whole time? Shit like that would be sick. Uh but reality's hard. Just asked the Broncos last year when they had a receiver by quarterback. I was like, oh, what if No. <laughs> Did not happen. Uh, Baltimore, we pretty much already went over Baltimore. The defense has been real spotty, which was supposed to be their strong suit. Who knows? They could easily clamp down. I mean, they're winning anyway, so what's the difference? The Steelers 5-3-1. and one. The Steelers suck, so the fact that they're 5-3-1 and one is crazy. I mean, their D is great. But I mean, they almost lost to the fucking Bears, bro. And they probably should have. I didn't really talk, talk about that Bears game. Oh, because it hadn't happened yet. That's right. It was a Monday night. Look, the taunting thing was really stupid, and they probably should have, you know, the outcome should have been a little different. Maybe the Steelers still win. I don't think that they would. It doesn't matter, though, right now. for the Like, what are the Bears going to make the playoffs? They're actually the 15th seed, and they're only one game out of the playoffs, which is pretty crazy. But, come on. Who cares? Let them keep losing. I want them to play well every week, just like they played there, and lose every time. Because I want Nagy gone, but I want the team to be okay. I want Justin Fields to be okay. I don't want his confidence to take a shot, and I don't want him to get injured. So if all of that can happen, if the team just keeps getting better, but losing, we can get Nagy out of there. That's all I really want. Anyway... The Steelers, not a lot to say. Najee Harris, poor guy. That offensive line is so bad, and he he just has to get 150 touches a game because Ben Roethlisberger doesn't throw it downfield; it's sideways or backwards only, pretty much. Uh so he is there a hardest working player in the NFL award? Because it should go to Najee Harris just on just for game day alone. Cause he's good. He's talented, but I mean, yikes. And uh their receiving core is like unbelievably good. So I don't know. Like Johnson is awesome, Claypool's awesome. That Fryermouth guy, the tight end, looks pretty good, although he did just fumble and cost them the tie. Which drove me insane. I I just knew it. I was like, this is the day. The Lions are going to get their win. And then I wake up and it's like, oh, breaking news. Burger's out because of whatever. And I'm like, this is definitely going to be the day. And then it just kept looking like it was going to be the day. And the Lions just couldn't do it. it. It was like they were trying. They tried so hard to win. And they're just so bad and talentless on their roster that they just couldn't. The Steelers were like, here's the game, dude. Like You can have it. And they're like, uh, oh, oh, I dropped it. you know what i mean it's like what the fuck dude i was livid that shit would have won me like a lot of cash let's just say that for me for what i need right now would have bought me i don't know what it would have bought me i was gonna try to think of a thing anyway (laughs) Oh, listen to me for my quick wit what else would you do Except Juju. I don't know what's been going on with Juju. Boy, did he make a big mistake signing back there. He should have went somewhere else. Whatever. He's young. He'll he'll find another spot somewhere. But the defense is great. The Steelers or whatever anyway. We'll move on. Cincinnati wanted them to be great. It looks like they're going to they'll probably end up like 9 and 8. Maybe 8 and 9. Something like that. Uh, the D looked really competent a couple times. But then it's looked really shitty. <laughs> the last two weeks they've just gotten smacked. Well, they didn't get smacked by the Jets. But it was a, it's a smacking by the Jets if they just beat you. You know what I mean? They could win by one. And you got smacked by the Jets. Um, But yeah, they're a weird team. It's like th- you can't really pick them to win. Like you can pick them to be competitive against anybody. But... I I would call it risky to pick them to win against anyone going forward because the rest of their schedule is as follows. Raiders, my instinct is that they would win because the Raiders seem like they're falling apart. Steelers, you know, like Chargers, 49ers, Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns, like they could literally win or lose all of those games and it wouldn't be shocking given the opponent anyway. So it is just a very balanced NFL year. Um, But I love them a lot. I love Joe Burrow. He is the fucking man. To watch him just stand there, nobody on his offensive line can block. There's just a free rush of many men coming at him. And he just launches balls confidently, and they're just like 40-yard complete. Like, it's just unbelievable to watch. Like, he is such a fucking gangster. And, like, the the shots he takes, I hope he doesn't get hurt again, but, like, you know, if they, if they actually invest, put some money, time, effort into that offensive line, some draft capital, they're going to be fucking awesome because their skill guys are nuts. Mixon's a great running back. Their receivers are great. Like, you know, the defense is up and coming. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Cleveland, you can't get a read on them. Baker's great, and then he's horrific, and he's always hurt, and it's... I don't know. I, I think Baker, they might have to let him go. It it just isn't coming together. I don't know. It, it's just like he's such a likable guy. And like he seems like he can be really good, but then he's hurt. But then he's, you know, and it's like, well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about Baker Mayfield. A lot of people are like, he sucks. Get him out. It's another one of those things like, who's it going to be, though? Jacoby Brissett, maybe? <laughs> I don't know, but it's just, I don't know, it's tough. The running game is fucked up, too. Both backs are hurt, which sucks. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they should invest into... They need to get better receivers. OBJ obviously didn't work. Jarvis is good, but, like, I don't know. Their leading receiver... Has 24 catches in catches. Their leader in yards, David Njoku, the tight end with three fifty two. I mean, these are pretty spread out numbers, which I think is what they want. But still, I mean, it's just... It's pretty bleak. The defense is disappointing. Like, I don't know. they. I feel like they have more talent on paper than what they let out on the field. Which is also crazy because Kevin Stefanski is pretty universally praised as a great coach. So, I don't know. Cleveland is just... It's just such a sad, sad place. And I think <laughs> I think that whatever happens to Cleveland is for that reason. So we'll leave it at that. We'll move on to Tennessee. Love the Titans. They get no respect. I've been talking up the Titans for two plus years now. Ever since the nine and seven, and then that incredible Derrick Henry run in the playoffs, and they just couldn't beat the Chiefs, but they had him for a second. That whole thing, I've been on board ever since. Derrick Henry's fucking amazing. Hopefully he can come back for the playoffs. He had fucking 930 yards in eight games this year. And everybody was like, are they using him too much? It's like, who cares if they're using him too much? Maybe the answer is yes, since he got hurt. But regardless, dude's a baller. Definitely would have had the best season of all time had he been able to do it. Um, And they're getting by without him. And let me tell you, none of the other guys on their roster can run. Like, (laughs) they're... Their yards per carry is just a fucking disaster the last couple weeks. But Tannehill fucking balls out like he been balling out. And A.J. Brown is the fucking man. I love A.J. Brown. So, I mean, everything I've thought about the Titans has stayed still. And they're even better than anybody would have thought. They have the best record in the fucking NFL right now while also having the hardest schedule in the NFL. Which is going to turn into, the rest of the way, the easiest schedule in the NFL. So, I don't know. Good time to be in Nashville. That's all I'm saying. If they can keep winning without Derrick Henry, especially since their schedule so easy. Let's see. What, who are they playing? Texans, W. Patriots, L. Jaguars, W. Steelers, W. 49ers, W. Dolphins, W. Texans again? You can guarantee them 10 wins regardless. <laughs> let's just say that. All they have to do is win two more games. They should be good. Uh, especially with a three-game lead over fucking Indy, I don't even want to talk about Indy. I don't like Carson Wentz. I never really did because he was on the Eagles before. I mean, he was talented, but I fucking hate the Eagles. So, you know, whatever. I, I, they could make the playoffs. You know, whatever. <laughs> They'll definitely lose. So, <laughs> wouldn't? They're kind of uh, irrelevant while being relevant, weirdly. Jacksonville, same thing. I mean, all the Urban Meyer shit. Whatever. the scandal stuff that happened is wild but I mean the team is awful and everybody knew the team would be awful so it's weird to be like Urban Meyer's not doing a great job it's like well who would make this team a 10 win team like nobody they're not good Uh, Lawrence has shown some flashes I don't know that's another thing where it's like yeah I watched Clemson games and like he looked good But he wasn't doing anything. The most impressive Trevor Lawrence play that I remember was that super long run. I think that was against Notre Dame. But he he throws the ball just like everybody else. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't see the special thing in this guy. Like, Andrew Luck, I thought was still super overhyped, but... You could see it in Andrew Luck. Like, he looked like he was already playing in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence looked like he was a skinny, tall guy, Uh, you know, with the long hair. Like, I don't know. I don't see that guy. And I'm like, oh, he's definitely the best quarterback in the NFL. Two first names, not a good sign for your quarterback. Although, I guess Tom Brady, you could argue Brady's a first name. Whatever. We don't need to talk about them. We don't need to talk about Houston. They're irrelevant. Sorry, Tyrod Taylor, who was playing really well for the two weeks he got to play. Uh and then I think he came back. But regardless, it all kind of fell apart. And weirdly, look, I'm just I, I clicked their thing. Davis Mills' stats. I thought that he was doing like awful, awful, especially because of the record. Sixty-seven percent completion. Only for 1,300 yards, 6.5 yard per completion. Uh, Seven touchdowns, eight picks. You know, not the worst. Not great. But not the worst. So, we're, like, weirdly, I guess what my point is, is, like, Davis Mills is, like, the second best rookie. <laughs> really? I mean, to Mac Jones. I guess Trevor Lawrence is arguably doing better, maybe. But... It's kind of an interesting nugget. I think he's going to end up having like a full, long career, probably. Not that he'll be like the guy. I think he'll be a solid backup, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Don't care. (laughs) The Chiefs, they're going to fucking win the division, and I'm pissed. It was like, oh, this is the year. That's the thing. All the first six, seven, eight weeks of the year, I was like, this Chargers bet was looking great. Oh, it's looking great. And the chiefs are some somehow like them falling apart just means that they're 6 and 4 and in first place through 10 games it's like what how did this happen and of course it did though and i mean mahomes everybody's like oh mahomes is way off let's look at his numbers now he threw 5 touchdowns last night which is huge Oh, my God, he's thrown so many passes. The whole thing with the Chiefs is that they just, like, won't run the ball. It's not that they can't. Like, they just won't and don't. (laughs) And, like, whenever you watched it, like, they just wouldn't. I forgot what game I saw. Let me see. Hang on. I'm working on it. Oh, the Titans game was an example. 13 rushing attempts to 51 passes and wait what was the scoring no that that affects it that affects it I know I know I mean they went down 17 nil which is not great but when they were down 14 nothing I don't know regardless they throw it way too fucking much and it's interesting that it took... Patrick Mahomes is just so good that it took this long for Andy Reid to do Andy Reid stuff again, in our eyes. Because it was just like watching the Eagles in the, the early, in the mid-2000s, mid to late-2000s, where he would throw it 65 times a game and then run it like 12 with, what's his name, with Westbrook, who was the man. Brian Westbrook was the shit. Talk about a guy who played in the wrong era. That guy would be eaten right now. Um, yeah, and the defense is a liability to say the least. maybe they'll get some things together, maybe they won't. That's like the real problem, but the offense, I mean, the solution's pretty simple. just stop trying to do all the crazy shit that you were doing that was working that isn't now, and just be a little more conventional. I mean, a bunch of people have said that, but it uh, it's clear as day, and I agree with that sentiment. uh, the charges I don't want to talk about because they just keep fucking losing now and it's awful. And Justin Herbert all of a sudden, like, isn't good. He had the best rookie season ever. He never stopped being good. And now he's just not good. So sophomore slump, whatever, I guess. Bullshit. The Raiders, they've been through too much. They've just been through too much. There's no way it was sustainable with everything. And it's just a like, little little weird, That's all I got to say. The league just has hated the Raiders since their inception. A lot of things happening to the Raiders. Obviously, Henry Ruggs being a drunk lunatic and driving 200 miles an hour into someone's ass is not the league's fault. But a lot of shit going on. Denver, I put money on fucking Denver. Everybody's like, Denver versus Philly. This is a no-brainer. Philly's not actually that good. Philly's a pretender. I think that they're a pretender. I don't think that they're that good. And uh, why? I never thought Denver was any good, and they fucking ate shit. And Teddy's just like, he's a good, he's good for uh, getting you by. It's just like, his numbers don't look awful. They look pretty good, but he just doesn't, it just doesn't lead to wins. I don't know why. Their running game is great. They should have ran it way more yesterday. Same type of thing. I I remember watching Devontae Williams score or have big play. He scored on a big run, and he at one other point, had a big run that didn't score, but both were called back due to penalties, and then they just started chucking it. And it's like, y'all got 40 yards on that play. What are you doing? It's second and 20. You can get the yards back on the ground, too. And then they were just throwing completions or whatever, and it's bullshit. Uh, I I don't know. Everybody says that their receivers are good. I don't know about that. I think Jerry Judy's, like, maybe going to be good, and... Like, Cortland Sutton is good, but other than that, I don't know. This Patrick guy? I don't really know him. So, I mean, maybe he is. But if their receiving court was so good, don't you think they'd be doing a little better? (laughs) You know? I don't know. They're just disappointing. And the fact that their defense isn't, like, elite, which we all expected, is weird. So, whatever. Fuck them. The fact that they're five and five is almost a miracle. I thought they would have a much worse record looking at it. All right, so that's the AFC. We're moving to the NFC. I'm gonna speed this along. This is taking way longer than I thought, but thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Also, the AFC is just a way more interesting division conference, so this won't take as long. Dallas, what can I say? They're like I said, they've them and Green Bay have got to be the best two teams in the NFL. For like opposite reasons, Dallas's offense is as good as any offense as you maybe have ever seen. Like talk about a receiving core. Uh, What's his name? Blake Jarwin. Dallin Schultz. Those guys are great tight ends too. Is Blake Jarwin still on the team? He's got to be. Let me just confirm that so I don't feel stupid. No. Yeah, he is. Only ten catches though. I always liked Blake Jarwin. I guess he doesn't get no respect. But that Schultz dude is good. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is incredible. Amari Cooper is obviously incredible. Um They haven't even had Michael Gallup, who I think is fucking awesome. Or he or he just hasn't been playing. Maybe I I don't know. But I always liked Michael Gallup, so I don't know what's going on with him. Regardless, the Cowboys are fucking amazing. There's not really anything else I could say. They just fucked up the Falcons right after getting fucked up, so they bounced back. Maybe Mike McCarthy's actually a good coach, and all the people who shit on him for only winning one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. How many has he won since? Hmm, interesting. You know, like, just what a dumb thing to say. Like, everybody's out here winning multiple Super Bowls all the time. There's only, like, five guys ever that win multiple Super Bowls, and that's not five, but you know what I mean. To act... Like, yes, we get it. Aaron Rodgers is very talented. You're going to say Dan Marino's not talented? Like, he didn't win any. And his coach was Don Shula. Does that make Don Shula shitty? You know? <laughs> you don't like Mike McCarthy's scheme? Well, guess what? Schemes are different then. And yes, maybe his still wasn't good for the time. But I'm just saying, like, to act like... It was such a no-brainer what they should have been doing. Like, fuck you. Um, but I also don't like Mike McCarthy. <laughs> he doesn't seem like he's that good. Having said that. <laughs> but... You can't argue with the results this year. Philly, fuck them. I don't care. Jalen Hurts is cool, though. But it's hard to buy. It's hard to buy anything with Philly. They just seem like a pretender. Everything about Philly screams pretender. And they're. I think they're out of the playoffs anyway. But he's playing well. You know, an insane amount of offense. He could very well be another... Be like this, the third ever thousand-yard rusher as a quarterback with the amount of fucking... Just raps he gets all the time. Um, Devontae Smith, though. Great rookie. He had an insane catch in the end zone. Was it in the end zone? Whatever. He had an insane catch last game. Um, Where are we at? Washington. There's nothing to say. Everybody was right. And I was foolish of not believing that the defense wouldn't be good. I had them. I had Chase Young as my defensive player of the year. Just tore his ACL, and also had no chance at winning it to begin with. Uh, so that's a rough go. The Giants. The Giants are like the most irrelevant team in the NFL. They just can't do anything right. Like their defense steps up and plays well sometimes. They've got some like good pieces there. The offense is horrific. I don't think Daniel Jones is for real. They're like, oh, he's not turning it over, so now he's good. It's just like I don't know that that's enough <laughs> to qualify that. And at least the Jets are comical. You know, we need Daniel Jones to start fumbling some more. Then then the Giants will be more relevant, at least in a comedic sense. Uh, Green Bay, here's the thing. Everybody's like, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. I get it. I understand why you would say that. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, incredible talents. But their defense is unbelievably good. And it just seems like no one even notices. Listen, to these wins? Okay, so they got crushed by the Saints week one. Since then, 35-17 Lions. Okay, not great, right? 30-28 against 49ers. Okay, kind of a lot points on Steelers. Okay, another 17. 25-22 OT against the Bengals. They should have lost that game. (laughs) They beat the Bears 24... Here's... This is what I wanted. The last four games. They've really come on. Okay? Since that OT loss to the Bengals, which also... That was when the Bengals were red hot. And, uh... There was just a lot of missed field goals. That whole game was a disaster. But, uh... Since that game, 24-14 Bears, easy. 24-10 Washington. Washington just beat Tampa. They can score points, unlike the Bears. Uh, Cardinals, 24-21. Okay, that's with Kyler Murray. That's with DeAndre Hopkins. The Cardinals were undefeated at the time. So they really shut him down. So that's not as dominant as a performance as it would seem. Uh, 13-7, to loss to the Chiefs with Jordan Love in there, constantly punting and all that. So if you let's, what's the time of possession in this game? Let's take a look at this game real quick. Let's take a look at this game real quick. Uh, where does it say shit like that? Team stats? got to be team stats, right? Time of possession. Oh, my God. Somehow Green Bay won the time of possession in that game? Okay, that's shocking. Well, that goes against what my point was. <laughs> uh, but still, they held the Chiefs to thirteen. Yeah, the Chiefs are struggling. Blah, blah blah blah. When do they score thirteen? Okay, and then seventeen zip against the Seahawks. Yeah, Russell. Anyway, the point is the defense plays great. They get a lot of pressure. They have a good secondary. They're a Super Bowl team. And Aaron Rodgers wants to act like he doesn't have weapons. Like Devonte Adams isn't like a top three receiver in the NFL. Possibly the best route runner in the NFL like, all of his, like, he has great pieces, okay, there's just no arguing that, if, if you didn't, people would notice, like, just because the names aren't, like, star names, because, you know, who decides that, (laughs) I don't really know, because, fucking, Valdez Scantling is a burner, their tight end, what's that guy's name, Tunyon, is a, he's catching shit all the time, like, because it's not like a quote-unquote big name that people act like nobody's on Green Bay and Green Bay doesn't put people around Aaron Rodgers. They used to say the same thing about Peyton Manning. And people like, oh, Peyton Manning made all these guys. You know, Pierre Garçon, Austin Collie. I remember all, the, you know, whatever. All those guys. I'm not saying I remember all of them. I'm saying I remember all of those guys. You go down the list. A bunch of them went on to have, like, long, extended careers after him. So it's just like, Oh, he made them good forever. You know? It's like obviously he makes people better, that's the whole thing. But to say that like there's nobody on the roster is crazy. It's crazy. All right. The Vikings, same thing. Like they're irrelevant. They they can win some games. I I don't get where the hype is around the Vikings. You know, when it's a team you watch twice a year, sometimes more because of the T V things, although I've been just going strictly red zone all year. It's been a lot better. Which I haven't been able to do in a long time, or I guess I just didn't know it was so easy. If you know what I'm saying, wink, wink. But you know they're not good. Kirk Cousins isn't good. Like again, if they make the playoffs, what are they going to do? Win the Super Bowl? Like no, there's just no way. There's just no. You couldn't. You can't have faith in the Vikings. The Bears. We've talked enough about the Bears on this show for you to know what I think of their position currently. Just hope they fire the coach. That's really all I can say. I would, I would keep the GM at this point if we get another coach like that. That's how much I want the coach gone. I hate the GM for all the terrible things he's done to us as well. You know, but at least he's had a good year. Got Justin. Fuck. Ooh. Fuck the Bears. Fucking hate the Bears. Uh, the Lions they're fighting so hard for Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell like I said earlier like they're just so inept with talent that they couldn't force themselves like there's nothing they can do. It doesn't matter how well coached and schemed everything is there's they just can't there's just nothing on the roster. It's unbelievable how they've been so bad for literally like ever other than Barry Sanders, <laughs> they showed a stat. They haven't won in Pittsburgh since nineteen fifty five. What? <laughs> like that shouldn't be possible. That's like a stat in college football when really what they're saying is these two teams haven't played in twenty years. So it's like, oh, they haven't they haven't won at they haven't won at USC since nineteen sixty seven. They've only played at USC nine times since then. It's like, well that's not the same thing. I guess Detroit wouldn't be playing Pittsburgh all that often either, but... You know what I'm saying. 1955? The NFL doesn't even recognize that time period as, like, official. The championships don't even count from that era. And I think that's when the Lions were good. That was the only time they were good. Was before the Super Bowl came up. Just tragic. They're just just tragic and I'm rooting for him I'm rooting for him I thought maybe Jared Goff could do a little something it's like wow this guy is legitimately like bad Sean McVay is like a Sean McVay just looks better and better as much as Jared Goff keeps not being good and and especially since the Rams continue to be good but hey they got more draft picks now like I, I want them to turn it around I would love it if the Lions were good now that Dan Campbell's on the on you know on the sideline just being awesome like and like they clearly love him so it just it would be a mistake for him to not continue to be a head coach I think he's more than proven that he's good enough to be a head coach he's not doing any crazy like singletary shit pulling his pants down going crazy none of that so you know what it is Uh, we'll go through the South pretty quickly too. I mean, Tampa. I think they'll be fine. They lost two games in a row. Whatever. The entire offense was in disarray for twelve games. They they looked super spotty last year, so they can have a couple down weeks. Off a of bye is weird, but that's a Belichick thing anyway. That's not a Brady thing necessarily. Um, he can't get the defense ready, and he can't get them better. If they if they don't get like healthy and bring it together on defense anyway, they might be kind of fucked in the playoffs. Um they end up in a shootout that's not going to be good for them ah, i guess if the offense stops struggling then that'll be fine but i don't know it's going to be tight to get the one seed and i feel like they really need the one seed unless dallas gets it basically green bay gets the one seed though it might be a super bowl year i don't know we'll see they always lose in the fucking championship game who are we kidding who are we kidding uh but yeah i think the bucks will be fine especially you know, with injuries and stuff. The defense is what you should worry about, like I just said, but the offense will be fine, so I don't know. They're going to win that division, no problem. The Saints, I don't know how Trevor Simeon is playing well. He sounds like he wouldn't be good. You know, just that name. It's not a good name. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, he's getting by. They have more wins than I think anyone thought they would have at this point, even if they would have had Jameis. But, you know, they're fighting. They're going to end up losing. They'll end up around 500 or whatever. I don't know. The defense is good, but they're being wasted. You know, the the run of their prolific offense is totally over. So that's tragic. But what are you going to do? It was fun while it lasted, I suppose. Panthers, I kind of talked on them earlier. It's cool that Cam Newton is back. It would be awesome, honestly, if he started the rest of the year and, like, took them to the playoffs. I would love that. Um, that would just be a great story. It'd be great for Cam. I love Cam. And like, I love the, the arc of finishing your career on the team you started with, even if you left, not that he's necessarily going to finish his career there, but whatever. Ironically though, they're already like, yeah, if he plays well, like we'll sign him to a big deal. And it's like, oh, so you guys wasted (laughs) all this money and like trading draft picks to get Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Darnold who like nobody wants ever. Nobody's ever wanted them. (laughs) I don't know big mistake by New Orleans to not re-sign Teddy because he looked fucking great in their system and they'd probably be a lot better if they had Teddy Bridgewater because that's that's the thing Teddy Bridgewater is not going to do that much for you on his own but like you like if he was in Green Bay that would be a great situation if he was in New England maybe not as much um I think a co- what I am saying is I think a great coach can elevate Teddy to a higher level than his floor. You can get to Teddy's ceiling with a great coach. No, nobody in Denver is bringing Teddy to a ceiling. Anyway, Atlanta—they're a fucking joke. I feel bad for Arthur Smith, kinda, but I don't like Matt Ryan, uh, Cordell Patterson. Shout out to you for doing shit, but you know whatever. Fuck Atlanta. You know they're irrelevant. Uh, Arizona, you know, if if Kyler doesn't come back soon, they could start losing some games and they could fall out of favor here. They they really need to win that division. I, I, they just have a home field advantage is really the only way I'm thinking of it. Even though they're five and zero on the road, and their two losses are both at home, but you know, you lose with the backup. What are you gonna do? Their first loss, like I said, was a Green Bay. It was a close game, so it's like. There's no real reason to panic right now. I am a Cliff fan, so I'm, you know, I hope that they pull through. Uh, but I have the Rams as my NFC champion anyway. They look like they will be. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens with Odell. I thought he should have went to Green Bay, but I also understand why a guy like Odell would want to be in Los Angeles. But if he was really trying to win like he said he was trying to win it would make more sense to go to Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers is like telling everyone he's playing his last year there and his goal is to just like try to win a ring and dip. Not that it's not clearly the Rams goal that they're trying to win a ring. I I just think he would be a better fit on Green Bay and Rodgers would love to throw him the ball a lot more. Whereas, you know what I mean? Cooper Cup's going to be doing his thing. I don't think that there's going to be any trouble. I'm just interested to see what's going to happen. I, I don't think that he'll cause a stir. Because they can just fucking cut him. <laughs> you know? They weren't like, OBJ, multi-year deal. Let's go. So um And then the 49ers, I, I you know, I, I never got it. They had one good year. They went all the way to the Super Bowl, which is great. But Kyle Shanahan is an offensive coordinator who everybody wanted to say was the best head coach in the NFL. He never was and never will be, he is one of the best coordinators in the NFL. And that's all I have to say about that. In Seattle, they they have fallen apart. So, what are you going to do? Um, I think I had the Rams winning that division. I had Tampa. I had Green Bay. I mean, I had the Bears, but I had Green Bay. <laughs> I had Washington winning the NFC East. That was clearly a giant mistake. I didn't think that Dallas would rebound like this, so that was way off. I had the Chargers in the West. Still a possibility, but probably not. I think the Chiefs will pull through the rest of the year. Uh, I had Tennessee in the AFC South. That was a no-brainer. Oh, I think I picked fucking Cleveland in the North. Now the division is still technically wide open, so we'll see. But I don't know. Especially if the Ravens win tonight, which they probably will. Or, not tonight. Sunday. Sunday. Against the Bears. (sighs) Tonight is uh, Rams 49ers, which is going to be fun. We'll see what happens. Uh, And then I bet the Patriots, but I pretty much predicted the, you know what I mean? Like, I think the Bills are going to do it, but I would love it if the Patriots did that one still kind of wide open too. we're doing okay on our picks for the year uh, for betting pretty much even. (laughs) I just keep breaking even. So that's kind of annoying. But it's better than losing. Unlike the Lions-Steelers thing, it actually is better to break even while betting than to lose. But boy, having a tie is just rough. Anyway, this has been the midseason NFL recap here on Requiem for a Tuesday. Thanks for listening. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Love you. And remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Talk to you